From the friend zone Mom trying to be I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kind of sweet And you want to be friends though It's cool though Just don't try to play me for no fool Yo, views from the friend zone Yeah, it got a little chill Mom trying to be I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kind of sweet And you want to be friends though It's cool though Just don't try to play me for no fool Yo yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy, Real Talk Marv. Happy New Year's again. We got the full team in the building. We back. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's, it's been a while, you know what I'm saying? And we in uniform. We like yeah. the Fantastic yes. Four, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We looking like the Bloods and Crips we, out we here. We got to coordinate, coordinate. Me and Clifford, honorary Clips today. Yeah. Crips and these guys are Bloods now. Let me, not, let me not say that. <laughs> nah, because we, we in Bushwick, we, we, get, we might get pressed as soon as we walk out the building. Now, nah, but all blue. seriousness, you know, I'm glad to have everybody in the building. Glad to see, you know, so many beautiful black people as a team doing their thing. We have a guest coming. Cliff is about to check in on the guest, right? Yeah, you go, you can go get him. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, greedy gut with the little butt. Greedy gut with the little butt here. Yes, yes, yes. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> How has the last couple of months been for you? Um, a roller coaster. Still, you know, my mom still grieving. Um, yeah. but other than that, everything else has been great. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I was. I told him last week your beautiful boys were celebrating their birthday. Yes, we were in college. She has two intelligent. Like I think. Very These smart. Very smart boys. Like they might cure cancer or something like that. I'm not I'm not putting pressure on them, but they're very smart. So that's Thank a beautiful you. thing. Thank you very much. And she got that glow back. Yeah, yeah she's glowing again. Yeah. That's Thank beautiful. You. It's open shirt, Poppy. I'm here. Even What's though up, his shirt y'all? is closed. Yeah. Oh, do I need to I need to open up a button? Open it up. Open it up. <laughs> Show some of that taco meat. Taco <laughs> meat. You know it's too cold outside. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Cliff Brock is about to step back up to the mic. Cliff, you know, do your do your one two, your one two. Oh yeah. Just you know, tell them, saying saying who you are, saying saying hello to the team, yeah. to the crowd. It's your boy Cliff Brock, but now I'm just happy to be back, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yes. First yes. episode for the new year. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, we have mm. a live studio audience. Party. I'm not That's gonna mention who's in the studio, but we have a live studio audience. So this is gonna be fun, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you know, um before we jump into the show, I was uh I'm I'm part of like three hundred uh Facebook groups. It's all you know, some some I wild out yeah, in I'm part of a few some too. I'm modest and stuff like that. And then um this one group I'm in, we talk about wild stuff. You know what I'm saying? There's like, it's no holds barred. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, one of those groups where people post savage memes and then it's just like, you know, they posted Which a, one is this? Because we in a few together. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even want to say the name because I'm about to say something kind of personal, but I'm oh, not going to, okay. you know what I'm saying? But so anyway. Am so, I in it though? I don't think you're in this one. Oh, okay. But anyway, the, uh, long story short, we had posted a meme and then it was about in um somewhere in China, a guy he passed out on the bench. He passed out on the bench after drinking, mm-hmm. and a guy came and robbed him. But not only did he rob him, he he gave he the guy a blowjob. Whoa! Then wow. he took his money. So in this savage <laughs> savage was... group that I'm in, yeah, I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah but in the savage group that I'm in, <laughs> it's a little bit too much for me. Yeah, in the savage group that I'm in, everybody posting. My comment was like, "Yo, Uh-oh. the man gave him a blowjob and had the audacity to charge him for it." You know what I'm saying? That's why he took the money, <laughs> right? But oh my um, God. but seriously, um, a person had commented like, "Yo, I've been raped and robbed, but oh. never at the same time." Damn. And it hurt me that the person said it, but the person was just like, you know, it's been a couple of years since it's happened, but mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm kind of over it. And then when when I came to find out, the point I'm trying to make is, um, I commented like, damn, it's a, it's a sad world, you know, rapists and stuff like that. And another dude was just like, yo, he, um, eighty percent of the women he know has been sexually assaulted or raped or somehow and stuff like that. It's just like it happens so frequently and often that 80 percent yeah that women just don't speak about it and stuff like that and it's just like they must me, feel comfortable speaking to him because i'm it, sure there's a lot of pe- women that we come it made me it made with, me think but that they don't always feel i'm afraid to up. ask all the women that i know have you been sexually assaulted and the reason why i'm afraid is because it's gonna i don't want to know it's not that yeah. i don't want to know because it's like i don't want them to suppress it 
but it's, it's it's hard to deal with because it's just like now I'm at the point where it's just like I can't do anything about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what would be your reasoning for asking? Yes, right. Like, it's, you know, like, oh, hey, homegirl, what's up? Hey, you been sexually assaulted? That's not a, yeah. Like, yeah, like, what would be the reason but for that whole, topic? To bring it all back in, the whole thing is just like, you know, it's to tie into our first topic, mental health versus physical health, right? And a lot of times, mental health, we only think about asking people about their mental health when they're going through things or when we see something tragic happen. But I'm of the frame of thinking like, yo, our mental health is so important. Just like you go to the doctor twice a year, mm-hmm. I think you should see someone or speak to someone twice a year about mental health. But I don't At think least. we're I don't think we're ready as a culture and a society to approach it that way. But just think about it. If your mind is gone, can you keep track of your health in your body? No. No. You can't keep no. a job. You can't take care of your kids. Like, it's really that bad if your mental health derails. So we're going to bring it to the first topic. I know I went segue, but it just made me really even further think about what we're talking about. What a way to start the show. Man. I know. That was kind of really like, yeah, I saw it. But it was I'm thinking it was about a... this dude on the bench, and I'm like, was this during the daylight? He just nah, giving the guy It was a little a deep, but we need it. We, we need we the need conversation. Have, right? so, yeah. so the first question or topic is, why don't we treat mental health like we do physical health? And to reiterate my first question, should we be required to see a therapist once or twice a year like we do a doctor? Ladies first. Grady, what do you think? Um, With the mental health and physical health is everybody wants to appear physically okay. Mm-hmm. So what they'll do is if you look good on the outside and you're good on the outside, then I'll, then I'll take care of the inside. But no one can really see what's behind my shell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like people take care of the physical first because that's the first thing that everyone sees when they look at you. Yeah. And you can appear to be strong, but they don't know what's going on inside. But how many times, I'm asking the whole team, right? Yeah. How many times have you, you know, you've kind of met a woman or met a man and you're like, they look so good. And then you start talking to them and you're just like, yo, this person has problems, mental problems. (laughs) But... They're walking around free. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had, but com- that's the thing. I've had conversations with women. I was just like, yo, she really needs help. Not to be funny, mm-hmm. but just like, but you know what I'm saying? People are walking around like undiagnosed with trauma, P- it's a PTSD, you know, um, it's a lot of depression, anxiety, like and stuff like that. And Some it's just people like, don't even recognize that they're depressed or they just so in that moment. The reason reason why people pay more attention to the physical health is Mm -hmm. because, for one, uh, physical health issues are harder to hide and mask. They're more obvious. You know, Um, your body starts breaking down. Um, There's not much you can do to hide that. People realize that. They see changes in you, whatever. Mental health it's a little more difficult. Like you said, you had a conversation. You have to speak to people and then you have to speak to people regularly to see changes, you know, so you can hide that. Like I could be going through something and I could mask it if I wanted to, or even if I don't know um, what I'm dealing with, so to speak. And a train, if you're not a trained professional, you may be like, Oh, that's just Mike talking. This is why when we um, talk about in the military or whatever, with like um, people, they go over suicide prevention and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, you know, you really got to listen to people when they're talking because, most times they give you some type of clue, indication yeah. or clue that they're thinking about something's hurting right. themselves or something's not right. Yeah. But you do know you know that also your mental could break you down as well? So yeah. if you're stressed, it could break down your physical. Mm-hmm. So all of it is, is connected. You release certain hormones in your body and yep. stuff. You have imbalances. Sometimes you have chemical sometimes you have chemical imbalances that start off yeah. With mental, and then mm-hmm. it, it goes to affect your body health. So, Cliff, do you think we should see a, a mental specialist once or twice a year? Yeah, um, this is your field of expertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of is. Being, being in the field, yeah, 100%. But I, I think a lot of times the reason why we don't go see therapists because we don't want to be judged and automatic somebody. If you tell if you tell your boy, yeah, I just want to go see a therapist, whatever, you're like, what's up with you? What's, what's wrong with Cliff? What's wrong with you? Whatever. Yeah. So, so a lot of time is. I think we all got little mental health issues, you know, yeah. starting from when you were a kid and whatever, too. And then a lot of times we don't get diagnosed and a lot of times we hide our problems, you know, like you come from a single parent home or you could just, something just could be wrong with you and you just don't want to discuss it with other people, especially in the African-American community. Yeah. That's not something that you just quick to say, yo, 
Yo, I'm gonna go see a therapist, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But physical appearance, it's easy to, you know, take care of yourself physically when you want to look good or appear strong to somebody else on the outside. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of people are going through stuff. A lot of times, you'd be surprised somebody have $20, $30 million and then they kill themselves. you like, yeah. what's yeah. going on? You had it's not all about the you, money. Yeah, it's not all about the money. It was I dealing with some Kate issue. Spade. None of us yeah. knew of what personal issue Kate Spade was going through and stuff like that and she just killed herself. A lot of time, a lot of times it's, it's something that, especially I feel like the school system don't do a good uh, good job of, of bringing the mental fear and uh, being aware of what's going on because a lot of times kids are being bullied. Kids are just in a direction. Kids are, some kids are gay and they, they can't come out. It's, it's a lot of things that's going on since Yo. since young age. Mental health should start from the elementary school and up. Yeah. Like, because a lot of times, a lot of times I feel like, you know, we so quick to worry about other subjects that doesn't really pertain to lifetime. You know what's yeah. going on in even, lifetime even and in we, school, we forget about it. Even in school, we reactive to things. We wait till something traumatic happens and we're not proactive. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And another thing that we need to realize is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spit out, you know, percentage and stuff like that. But a majority of people who have these addictions, alcohol, drugs and stuff like that, they're self medicating themselves through their mental issues. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're so afraid to go see a therapist that, you know, have it quote unquote documented that they went to seek help that they rather, you know, shoot up their shoot up their solutions mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I just watched the uh documentary well, yesterday. How do you know? Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about That's all that's all we talk about and in my job. That's yo, it's he had some issues. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, real he's issues. a double life, mm -hmm. I heard. It seemed that way. Yeah, like, yeah. if you was his teammate and you're playing football with him in the locker room, you'd be like, oh, you know, he's good. He's whatever. good. But he was a, I guess, wannabe gangs member on the outside or yeah. a tough, wannabe tough guy. Yeah. But I don't even think it was that. I think from his time as a football player and stuff, his brain got really fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was bad. Like, they. I the, didn't even see it. I can't The doctor said this. his brain compared to a normal 27 year old brain was like. Vastly different because of all the blows and shit he had took. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And, and you know the NFL want to keep stuff like that under oh, wraps. Of course they, you do. know what I'm saying? Of like, course they secretly acknowledge that the trauma that you know football has done, but at the same time, it's 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 number one America's number one sport. My boys would never they, play football. They got to keep the yeah. fa they they need yeah. workers for their factory. That's so if it, they scare true. you, you know what I'm saying? And they but kill us. but you know it's another thing to me that's tough. Like I do believe we should we should see. You know, mental mental therapist twice twice a year. I also think that you know what scares people is like there's no magic solution to mental issues. You know what I'm saying? It takes a long time. Therapies just because you see the mental therapist once or twice, no. even prescriptions might help with certain ailments. But sometimes it's not a pure solution. Like sometimes you think I go to the doctor, I have a cold, he gives me a pill. Boom. Who I'm here sees boom. a therapist regularly? First of all, why did you look my way first? I didn't look your way. No, you know, you know, like yeah. You see, that's <laughs> half the stigma. Why Who are you offended? No, I'm just playing. I'm not I don't. I don't. No, I, been, I, would, I would love to see a therapist. I've, I've, but I've I, seen, I don't. I've seen a therapist maybe once or twice uh, outside of um, marital a marital therapist but it was it was, it was kind of like the, the ideology and the mentality of a health track that they made you see like you know to see if you have a, a eating problem when you're my size like mm -hmm. oh do you overeat do you use food to um, solve your problems and stuff like that you know but to be honest with you I think I think I would handle stress and problems better if I did have a regular regimen of seeing a therapist Right, mm -hmm. because I I feel like I have to tackle the world by myself. Even sometimes having a spouse, I I I, I keep things from her because I feel like as a man I gotta figure mm. it out. Now that's know? a problem. All right, it so is a problem, and I, I acknowledge. Read, I was that. reading this book called Black Pain, and it's about black people and depression, and it's by Terry Williams. It's, uh -huh. It was really good. She said that like you keep things inside because you feel like you can't. Like why do you what? Why do you do that? Because. Um, do you want to always appear strong? Or? Not, not, a lot of times is like to me. I'm gonna be completely transparent with it. A lot of times it stems from, you know, me feeling like okay, 
no one really wants to hear my problems. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure it out myself. Even even having a wife and you just like that should be the person that you that know you go to. that you go to. Sometimes you feel like, you know, certain things because it's drilling your head like, you know, I got to be a financial provider, so I got to figure it out. Anyway, even if I'm going through money problems and she can help out and stuff like that, that's not how that's not how society or the game is taught. Like I gotta hustle, I gotta figure uh, out how to get of, that money. A lot of times she's contributing to your <laughs> to stress. <laughs> Listen, like, I did not I say that. <laughs> I'll say That's it. That's the single man I'll on the say panel it. saying that yeah, kind I know, of thing. right? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But it's, 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 it's tough. <laughs> so the, 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 the next thing, I, I want to take it because you kind of um, inadvertently brought it like the relationship thing and the stress kind of thing. This is an, an, a ta- uh, sort of like a tangent of that. Should a couple have couple counseling mandatory before marriage? Like a lot of times people think it's good advice to see couple yes. counseling. Yes. I think, no, honestly, yes. I suggested, but it's not mandatory. I, okay. I, so I, so I, Cliff got to, he feel like he got to drop some no, balls. No, 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 100%. Be careful with your words. No, nah, no, nah, listen, <laughs> uh, what you call it? I think um, couple therapy before you get marriage is, is 100% a good thing because a lot should of- Should it be mandatory? I, I, I think, think, it, should I think it should be mandatory because a lot of times you feel like you know the person, but- there's certain things that you just you just didn't tackle, and then you know. So when you get married, you're so in love with just the good things. You don't realize, okay, you gotta sit back and realize. Sometimes it's yourself. It's not mm-hmm. just the other person too. So, couple therapies you can really lash hash out what's going on and see if that's the next step you really want to get married. Yeah. Before you make any uh, final decision, so couple therapy should, should, especially for the younger generation and just people that's trying to get married in general. Mm-hmm. Something somebody definitely should see somebody before you get married. You're you're. Um, divorcee. I was gonna say that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. You're I don't know a divorcee. Why I like you. Wait, he, he was a divorcee. I'm a divorcee. He said it all French no, and bourgeois divorcee. I I say yes. It it absolutely should be mandatory. Um, I did. We did about two or three sessions uh-huh. before I married my wife. Wow, and that really? was with my pastor. Really, but you have I, a pastor. I had a pastor. He hasn't always been a human. I got baptized at a church. He was the pastor I knew. Whatever. He married Oh, that was that one time. This was back in the day. Anyway, can you not interrupt me, greedy (laughs) guy? So what I'm saying, I don't feel he did the due diligence. Like, he's a pastor. Pastors are good people to speak to. They they can be sort of therapists, but they're not trained therapists or whatever. So, but I think it was mandatory for us to speak to him because he was the one who was going to be marrying, officiating yeah. marriage. But they, it should be mandatory. You see an actual relationship therapist, yeah, okay, right. I think because they're trained in that field and they can probably get to the root of issues that are there, maybe underlying that even you and your spouse don't see. They'll know the right questions to ask because yeah. y'all about to get exactly. married. Everything's happy. Exactly. Oh, I love him. I love her. Oh, da, 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 da. What's really going on here? You know, mm-hmm. I, have we thought about this? Have we thought about that? And I think there was even when I got married, I was yeah, I was in love. We was in love with each other. We was young. Um, we had already had our daughter, but there was I did have some resentment on my part that never got discussed. Mm. Right with um, our living situation and her um, relationship with her mother. There was some resentment that yeah. we should have discussed that never had that discussed. Why you never discussed it though? Like you didn't feel comfortable. You didn't want um, to address it, or yeah, I addressed it with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like I, you know, I do said it like in, in certain therapy, ways. If you felt like, do you feel like if you would have had couple therapy that you would have mentioned have, that resentment? I think it might have mm-hmm. came out. Okay, and it, we may have had that discussion. Right. I feel like we we might have crossed that road, mm-hmm. and I'm like, she might have issues with me too that we wasn't dis- that wasn't discussed either because yeah. she's more passive, I'm more vocal. Um, but whatever, everything happens for a reason. I, I, I think a beautiful it. thing that comes out of couples yeah. therapy a lot of times is, you know, you approach your relationship sometimes with ego, and just like you know. I'm assertive, I'm this, I'm that. And sometimes in therapy, uh, questions are being are allowed to be asked that your ego, your ego won't push you, you know, to allow yourself to ask. Like, you know, a lot of times it's just like, you know, how many times do you sit there and you approach your, your spouse and say, what can I do to make you more happy than you are now? 
Yeah, a lot of times your ego tells you, yo, I'm a good ass man, yo. I pay bills. <laughs> I do this. I do that. You she know, should be happy. You, so that's it. Your ego tell you, I know I'm doing more than enough. Or you, you say know. something like, are you, does he sexually satisfy you in the bed? <laughs> Really? Is that yeah. what they I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't no. know what kind of answer. No, that's something evil but, that I won't let you to answer. You know, Go ahead. Go ahead. I Clip feel. Me. I feel like. I feel like a lot of a lot of times, um, people don't seek to uh, for therapy before they get married or just in general because it's like you're trying to protect what the, your problem is with significant other in the relationship. Too late. So like a lot of the times you don't want to just blur out like what you're not really happy to this man you don't really know because then you like. Then, then you're gonna hurt the other. Then you're wasting so like, your money, bro. You you wasting your money, but a lot of times I think people don't seek to it because they're like, you know, I I rather just deal with what I deal with, you know, instead of going to somebody else and be lashing out and saying, you know what, yeah, I didn't like this when you did that, I didn't like that, and you to piggyback what you say, you got married really young, so mm-hmm. at that age factor was like, you were still at the age where you got married because situations happened, but. You know, I didn't even completely know myself. That's what I'm you saying. Know what I'm that's what I'm saying. At the age you so got married, you got like, married at 2021. 20, so yeah, it was 22. Yeah. Yeah. So but, I mean, that's yeah. still an age where you you in the process. They say most grown men are not mature until 25. So, yeah. So a lot well, of times, sometimes but, I think people just think they're just perfect. Like I don't need counseling. I don't need to see nobody. We good. Like I feel like some people really feel that way. Like we don't yeah. have to see anybody. I, I I think I thought my commitment and passion towards love and being a loving enough, person right? was enough, mm-hmm. but it's not. That's exactly what I said. Like you like, you really only bring fifty percent to the marriage. No matter yeah, how how much yeah. you think you, you know everything, no, I'm just oh. saying because it's a two party it's a two party situation. You know what I'm saying? Like regardless of how strong you think of you know yourself, you know your loving skills, mm-hmm. you know love languages and stuff like that. That's that's all that works for you, bro. But what about the other person? If anything, I wish I we had a therapist, a relationship therapist before we got married, and we discussed communication. Yeah. Because that's really what we're talking about here. Yeah. And ultimately, I think any marriage can succeed or fail based on communication. 100%. Because there's going to yeah. be problems. Yeah. Can we talk through them? Yeah. Can you be open and honest enough with me? And can I be open and honest enough with you to work through an issue? Or come to the agreement that we can't? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that is what needed to be discussed when I... Um, jumped into it. Yeah. You know? How old were you? 22. But he already had his family built. It was kind of yeah. tough. You know I didn't expect saying? to be married at that time. Yeah, we had a daughter. Um, I and wanted it was us pressure to be for together. you to make it legitimate. Her I mother, remember that her time Her mother period. did not want her living with me Without... until we were married. Yeah. So Cause she, she listened cause to she her felt, mother. She felt you see the resentment is still there. <laughs> yeah. But she felt she like if y'all would have moved in and played house, you never would have married her. No, that's bullshit. No, no, no. She no, knew me. you know that, but that's the pressure. You know what I'm saying? Because we live in a society where things got to be by standards. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you have a kid together. Y'all love each other. Why are you not married? That's the problem. Thinking everybody, everybody's a too magic busy pill trying to, to live to up to everybody's standards not. and live up to society's norms. That's not for everybody. Yeah. The norm is not, it's not a blueprint. Yeah. It's not, you have to do this. You have to do that. Whatever makes y'all happy. As long as y'all can discuss it and be happy with it together, then whatever y'all want to do is crazy. If y'all like to bring goats over and have goat parties every weekend, people might think it's weird, but hey, that's what y'all do. <laughs> I think the I biggest, know, I I think think the biggest animals, you <laughs> said goat? Yeah. Yeah. I, think I, biggest, I think the biggest misconception <laughs> that people think that marriage somehow improves your relationship. It doesn't. Any problems you had before you guys got married, it's, it's a going, band-aid. It's going to be escalated. It's Temporary. going to, you know what I'm saying? Like marriage gives you a sense of commitment, a sense of stability. But at the same time, if you don't respect the person you with before you get married, you just a married person who don't respect the person you with now. You know what I'm saying? So we yeah. we need to kind of reevaluate, you know, 
necessarily the um, marriage, I, the should, goals of marriage, it, it, and what we're I, trying honestly, to accomplish. Before anybody get married, it should be ten daily, um, ten mandated sessions that you should be able to go see a therapist at least ten times. So I've never been so, married. That sounds like a good so, idea. Yeah, ten times so you can hash yeah, out your problems. That's a number. Yeah, that's a hash solid out number. your problems and know what you're going on to, into. Whether even if it's an ugly or dark side, because people hide their side before they get married. Yeah. I, so at least at least ten times. I want you to kind of session. save this energy because it kind of goes to our next, next topic. Person. But let me finish off this topic. But I like exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, sometimes somebody got a dark side on both parties and they can't discuss that. But ten sessions is enough time to 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 see where that yeah. dark side lays. And see because that. the first time you do yeah couples therapy, yeah. you think you know. Your partner, hundred percent. So you come in there, yeah. like yo, I'm just gonna skate through this, and then that that therapist asks you that one question that fuck you up, <laughs> and then you like, and then you hear a response that you never thought was possible. You know, and so it's, now you it, like, then you oh, look at her like, yeah, like shit. oh, that's what you think, really? Yeah, but it, you know, and and, listen, <laughs> and then and both parties, you know, you guys, um, you got insecurity issues that you you need to deal with. So I think ten sessions with a therapist before you get married, you're gonna deal with that. You're gonna tackle, and then you can sit back and say, "Yo, are we making the right decision?" Yeah. Because if you do something, if you go to see somebody ten times, that should give you a great idea who you're dealing with. Yeah. That's what I think. So, um, the last question on and, and to bring it all back, the topic was, why don't we treat mental health the same way we treat physical health? Is how do we get people to talk about mental health before they experience trauma? Like, you see, we're having this conversation, and it's healthy, and we're adults and stuff like that. But at the same time, on the average, people don't talk about mental health till they just been through some shit, and now they're trying to figure out how to solve it. So how do we get, you know, people to just talk about, you know, mental health before they experience trauma? What do you think? Well, you got to ask yourself why are we... Okay, it's hard because a lot of people keep things inside. I say that... Um, Let's say if you're a boss or something like that and you just notice that someone's coming late all the time, you mm-hmm. just ask them, like, is everything okay at home yeah. and stuff like that? Because you never know how and how to approach that. Like, how do you just sit here and just talk about mental health? Like, you just say, hey, Mike, how you feeling on the inside? Like, you could do that. Yeah. But some people, what if Mike doesn't tell me the truth? Yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. if he goes, I'm fine, but he's really not fine? I mean, he... he- yeah. The thing is, I, you you at least initiated the conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And maybe the first time you ask Mike about it, he's not ready to talk about it. But then once you, you ask that question, he says that, and then you could come like, okay, you know, wait to see if any changes. You come back and like, yo, I observed this. Through but my you experience. But you when you ask somebody, hey, how you doing? You all right? Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm good. How are you? And sometimes they don't even it's answer you because it's just the like one of those things. The way to just... get someone to open up. Mm-hmm. Is to become vulnerable yourself. Yeah. So if I say, "Hey, Amanda, what's up? How you doing?" and you be like, "Oh, I'm great. How are you?" Um, it's tough, man. I'm going through this, that, da da da. da. And then you be like, "Oh, yeah, I understand. I'm dealing with this." See now, you like, "Oh, he opened up to me yeah. and showed that he's vulnerable." Yeah. You know, so you then feel a little more comfortable, That's maybe really expressing true. the stuff that you've been through. Yeah. But usually, it's, "Oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Oh, everything's great." Yeah. Da, da, da. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you're not like, "Okay, I." Don't, I don't want to express myself. I, I mean, I think a lot of the times dealing with mental health issues, a lot of people don't want to be embarrassed or talk about mm-hmm. about the bad things they're going through. So it's like social media. <laughs> everybody look great and happy everybody on social getting media. To the everybody's bag, getting like, to the oh, chicken. everybody's looking this and that, whatever, too. But if you dissect everybody's social media and you really look at it, you're like, damn, I didn't know he was going through this. I didn't yeah. know he was going through that, whatever. Because nobody wants to put it out there that they're going through problems. So dealing with mental health. If somebody, if you tell your man, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna for the last two years, whatever, boom, y'all working out, you be like, nigga, I ain't know you was crazy. That's the first, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the sad. first reaction you get, right? That's the first reaction you get, like, nigga, like to be honest with you, like, what are you saying at thirst before? Not even say, yo, damn, bro, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because people only, people only care about what's going on when it looks good. Nobody cares about when the bad things you're going through, or nobody even asks to reach out mm-hmm. to be like, you know what? Let me see what's going on with this person. You know, I'm, when's the last time you just called somebody like, "Yo, I didn't hear from you for a while. Yo, everything good? Like, you know what I, I think mean? a lot of times people are afraid because they don't even know how to respond if yeah. you do. Yeah. When someone hits you with some heavy and shit, you're like, like, "Yeah," and Whoa, it's like, you know. But it's sometimes, sometimes in mental health issues, whatever, too, boom. Like, it's just good. To have that conversation, like I talk to my brother every day. We don't talk about the same thing all the time, but sometimes I call him just to say, 
Yo, what's going on? Are you good? Yeah. And vice versa. Can you whatever. Tell when he's lying? Like, if he be like, I, 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 listen, we both we know each other pretty well, so he knows when I'm off too. Yeah. But it, it, he'll be like, oh, you seem a little off. You don't seem the same. Yeah. You don't have the game the same spirit. But I'll be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And then I'm the type of person. Eventually, it's gonna come out that I'm like, nah, this yeah. is going on. I'm gonna tell you. And, 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 so to, have you ever lied you, to him? No, like, I'm alright. I, I want to. I want to. Uh, you you brought up a good point. I don't think we ever straight up. Lie to each other. I think sometimes we feel like shit. I don't want to burden you with my bullshit. But after you talk for a little while, I was like mm. shit. Who else can I burden with my bullshit? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So but what you just said is the same reason why people won't tell the truth because they that's don't want to be a burden. That's a fact. Yeah. So someone like, told me their situation yeah. about being a single mom and was just talking to me about it, and then she was like, "I'm sorry for burdening you." I'm like, "Yo, you're not." Like, that's you, what I'm you go here through for. your own journey as exactly, well. Exactly, and that's yeah. what I explained yeah. to her. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the next yeah. topic. It's called, is romantic love still goals, right? Because when you're younger, and I don't want to put it solely on women, but, you know, when you're younger, and sometimes especially women, that romance, that romantic love, the getting swept off your feet, the, oh, this person's so sweet, he the does Disney this, movies. Other, Disney movie type stuff. That's your goals, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then yeah. you get older and you realize, like, yo, someone could do all that shit and still be full of shit. Because that's, <laughs> that's part of their game, right? Yeah. Sometimes you could be romantic just to get into the drawers or romantic, you know, every time you do some bullshit, you know, you, if you're romantic, you get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as you get older, you kind of realize, like, yo, romance is not the most important thing when evaluating a partner. So I wonder, is romantic love still goals? And we, of course, you know, we want you to lead off as the oh, woman. I got on the panel. But the first sub question is, is that for that fairy tale love something you still shoot for? Uh, yeah. Like what woman wouldn't want that? Absolutely. Mm. And if you but can, is that still your goal? It's like, not a goal. Knowing, but a, knowing how deep life is, is that still something like, yo, if I don't get that, then I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm not like that. Okay. But I mean, it's almost like a pampering thing. Every woman wants to be catered to and they want that. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's still a goal. It's like in there. It's not like, okay, this is number one, but it has to be in there. You want yeah. to be swept off your feet. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I met this girl in Home Depot the other day because I had to buy another fridge. And um, she was just telling me she's what, she was with her man for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And she said, she told him she was having a bad day at work. So he came up to the job, he gave her flowers, and then she said when she got home, like the first thing she does is take a shower when she um gets home. So she opened up the shower curtain and it was roses everywhere. Mm-hmm. So like who wouldn't want that? And they've been together twenty, 20 years. years. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why the hell is this woman opening up to you like this in Home Depot? <laughs> She's trying to invite them into their relationship. Yeah. But Amanda didn't like, peek that. Like, She's trying to make you nah. a third. Nah. Thropple. People be gravitating <laughs> no, to me and telling me stuff out of nowhere. So you know you're very cheery. So it's easy. You don't understand. You don't know how many guests we have. Right, that later on be like, yeah, Amanda's my girl. I'm like, you don't know Amanda. You just did one show with her, but your spirit, energy, good energy. So some, sometimes, sometimes like me, a lot of times, even, even uh, in the environment I work at, a lot of people come to me about these ideas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got good spirit, and then they know that you're gonna get good answers from that person. Mm-hmm. You tend to gravitate to them, whatever. Yeah. Too, you don't even really have to have a conversation with somebody, but sometimes you feel it like. You know what? I could rock with this person. Okay. That's a lot, a lot of time, that's what for happens. meeting somebody yeah, yeah, the first time at Home Depot. No. She was really. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I mean, like, sometimes it happens. She was happens. Yeah. Really nice though. No, she was cool, and she was just telling me how she's still happy after 20 years of marriage. I mean, so so since you already talking, you know, yeah, you're, you're married. You have a not a newborn anymore. You have a young toddler. Yeah. Maybe a newborn on the way. Nah, nah, nah. Whoa, break it. We to exist. Break it. The questions, everybody. <laughs> it's for, it's My wife is actually in the building. That's why. I didn't want to say that. Everything is being said. So, is that fairy tale love something you still shoot for? Um, You know what it is. Sometimes, as uh, on my part, I don't do enough. So, I always try to. No, oh. uh, I, 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 I respect that. that. I respect that. I I'm not saying that because she's here. Sometimes I don't do yes, enough and I'm not paying. No, 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 no. Nah, just... Even if she wasn't here, I'd say the same thing. Sometimes I don't pay attention to detail what's going on. So I always try to create like date nights or do whatever. Like this weekend, we did a birthday party for my um for my um toddler. Whatever she turned three a, a month ago, and we send her off from to her Shout godparents yeah. just so we could spend. Uh, so I'm like just so I could have a weekend Me get away with her. You know, just you know. Yeah. 
you know, have do the report card. Yeah, I got to I got to check up on because yeah. if I don't check up on somebody else at her new job, could be checking up on her. Yeah. So I got to make sure that's that important. damn work husband. Yeah. Work husband. <laughs> exactly. So no, it's no. Nah, it's very no, it's very important to do that. So the romance thing is. You gotta do it when you're trying to make it work, mm-hmm. right? But and not, not even just trying to make it work. You just, you know, it's got to be standard. But everybody got their own little thing. Yeah. I might want to go on a date and I do this. You might know that. Oh, yeah, you know, just going to get vegetables or going to the gym together, working out together, something yeah. that y'all do to bring That's the romance. That's an aphrodisiac. So yeah. everything, everything is something yeah. that Exercise. you know, going to oh, yeah. go, getting a that. good getting a good meal, right? <laughs> yeah. Some sometimes you and your relationship, you could be foodies. Sometimes yeah. you can go to the gym. You just gotta bring something together. Or maybe just reading a book together just to catch dialogue. Romance I would definitely love should that. be in there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I could so not find anybody to read yeah. a book with me. No, but that's beautiful. It's sometimes <laughs> like reading together, sitting next to each just other. Just chilling yeah. and you know and discussing the some, Sometimes it may be it may be, you know because because we live in the digital age, maybe it might not be a book, maybe it's a show. That's outside of your regular comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Like I always, I always declined about it. But I watch General Hospital. (laughs) Every time I call this man, yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to talk to him about something. I'm like, yo, let me. I'm trying to. uh, I'm like, I'm watching General Hospital with the wife. Yo, boy, yo, boy, hit me, hit me on your way or your drive home. I'm watching General Hospital. I'm watching episode. Oh, see, that's sweet. So he watch watch you, but you know. I, if if I can answer that question, is that fairy tale love something you still shoot for? It is, but you know, when you're married, like you know, this year I'll be married eleven years. You know what I'm saying? You've been married for a long time, been a couple a long time. I also want ladies to realize, like, yo, what? romance is not just a man's responsibility towards you. You got to be romantic towards your man as well. But who said I think, that no, we are? I I think a lot of ladies. You know, think it's a one way street. One way street. Expect the man to do these grand gestures and the, you know, like the roses and sweet and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, some women are out there giving their man vagina for birthday. Like that's their that's their romantic thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who still does that? Like, no, but you who still does surprised. that? You'll be surprised how many women think that if they put a lingerie on. On the birth, on their man's birthday, that's a birthday gift. I like your balls on your birthday. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait Let me wait. put a thumb Let in your go. ass for your birthday. Nah. Birthday. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 That's what they think. I'm trying to be spicy. I don't know where that came from. I'm just saying, Bobby. He's talking about the thumb. Thumbs up, buddy. What I'm trying to say is. This is 2020. I think women need to also put in an effort. To being romantic towards men as well, I, I think agree it's with a one that. Way street. I, now, agree I, that. I, I, I don't want to hundred percent say it's a one way street, but I feel like romance because it's so many times that women women feel like yo, it's the new day and age will equal with partners and stuff like. I hundred percent agree, and I also feel like courtship is not only you know the quest for a man. Women need to continue to court mm. their men as well too. Well, but let me, the let women me, that I know, they let, what, what they you think? take Open care of their guys. What you think about? I that? I would say most definitely. Um, fairy tale love, still something you should shoot for. I can't help it. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I love to love. This is what we all have to understand as we get older and we've been through these relationships, bad and good, whatever. It changes. So that fairy tale love is not just, oh, the wine the roses the candlelight you know what it is that one commercial i think it's a car commercial where the, the doctor's on his way to work and he knows his wife is coming home and he calls and he's like my, my honey, wife loves that turn commercial. the lights on um alexa do this alexa play yeah, the yeah. music or something, something and you know that's the move for his wife while he's going yeah, to work exactly he's setting the whole mood at home for his wife and she calls him oh thank you honey have a nice day at work that is romance on the we both busy, but we still love each other level. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But so you got to change it, your thinking. Romance on that. is also a communication thing, right? You, if you, if, if you, if you pay attention to details, you're gonna find out what what, what the person likes. And, and sometimes you just got to change the game up. Yo, pack a bag. You ain't gotta tell them what was going on. We doing this, we doing that, mm. and and yeah, women love to take charge, dude. Women love to take charge, dude. That's a hundred pack a bag. And then also like. If your relationship is important to you, you got to know what and how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. sometimes, it's, even if it's to contacting a friend, yo, 
my lady's been a little bit off. Can you tell me what's going on? Because they're not going to give you the insight. If a real friend, like, you know, she see, oh, then, you know, maybe you need to do this, whatever, suggesting, not saying that you're reaching out to her yeah. to talk behind your woman's back. But, you know, it's just little things, whatever, too. You know, sometimes you're working a lot or you're doing stuff and then you're just thinking, what you call it? Just because you're giving good pipe don't mean that you you you, you satisfy in a relationship. Good yeah. pipe is just good pipe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it so, you know, so, 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 it so, goes a long way. It goes a long way. It goes a long way. But it doesn't care at all. Let me ask the next question. No, nah, but love languages, love language falls into place into that because you could be thinking you're doing something romantic for your partner and it might not mean shit. Yeah. So and they numb to it because it's, it's it's standard, but at the same time, you're not being creative. You're not and right, and you can't on. just you... do it after you fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hit it the don't same. Hold the same. Mm. It so let me ask the next question, right? And and I want you to lead off answering this question. Okay. Is finding go. someone to live the rest of your life with still at Why the top of your do list? This? Why not? Because you're single, you're Me a woman, and, you. and we, we can, just want that we perspective. Talk about this. We have yeah, so much masculine right. energy on the panel. We, yeah. we need more feminine energy. Now, what was the question? So the question is: Is finding someone to live the rest of your life with still at the top of your do list? To do list. It was never at the top, but is it on my list still? Um, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like <laughs> this is sad, but I'm okay being single. And sometimes I think about when my kids go off to college and stuff. You know, I'll be out and about. I'll be traveling all over the world and stuff. You'll be thotting across Never the globe. Never was a thought. <laughs> Never was a thought. But um, no, you don't I'm have to traveling. be a thought to thought. You could do the verb of it and not necessarily be the noun of it. That's deep. <laughs> oh, my. That's right education. That's balls right there. Uh, right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be the verb, not the noun. No, to hold, be the or pronoun. not to hold. That is the question. and eat. <laughs> You know what yeah. I do best: travel and eat and just explore the world. Like sometimes I think, like I think on fifty-fifty. If I have a partner, all right, then I'll settle down and I'll be here. But if I'm single, um, in the future, you know, it's not really on top of the list. Like yeah. before, I would say maybe about a year or two ago, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'll I'll be in a relationship and I want to grow and be with someone forever. But um, I really don't know right now at this point. You know what? Um. <laughs> I want to answer that question. To me, it's just like I, I've come to the um, the realization that you know, if you're in a situation where you're not with someone who's willing to put in the work and to continue to make your relationship flourish, yeah, then what's the point? Like sometimes people get married and be like, "Yo, I'm married because I I stood before God and made a promise, and now I'm gonna be quote unquote miserable for the rest of my life." Yo, divorce mm. is hard. I've never been divorced. I know. I have close people to me that's been divorced and shit like that. But there is life after divorce. So my advice to people is like, yo, if you with life. If you with someone if you with someone, don't stay married to the person for the rest of your life just to say, you know what, I've been married for X amount of years. You you only get one chance at this thing. Do you know why I also feel 50-50 about it? Is because some of... I'm not saying that I'll be going through the same problems, but when I hear other problems, I'm like, damn, I'm happy I ain't going through that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah. sometimes, like... It's just 50-50, and, and the dating scene is really hard. Yeah. The dating scene this. really sucks, so it feels like sometimes it feels I ain't like you have no that. hope. I ain't going to front. Sometimes, sometimes, even as a married person, you get frustrated and shit like that, and you wonder, you know what I'm saying, what the game would be like if you was back in the I game. I think everyone and does you, that. And then you hear single people problems, and you're like, yo, I want none of that shit. Yo, What's single people problems? No, it's the, the, the like single people problems. What the, problems do single people have? And listen, is the thing about it is a lot of times people... People stay together because you know the behavior of that person. Whatever. So the single people, now you're exploring different behaviors. You actually got to deal with somebody for one to three weeks to know that he was bullshitting. Then you go to the next person. It's just too much. Single I just, that's a single Who going to take care of you when you sit? Yeah, who like, gonna cook that dinner I say, when I don't want to cook? That's say, single people problem. No, I honestly, I say a lot. Who going to shine my knob? I want some top. Yeah. The single how people about problem. This? How about how, she how about ain't this? here now? You, you, can have a, you can have a friend with benefits. She's yeah. slob, you know. How about how about you you dating, you in the dating scene, you dating with someone mm -hmm. and they tell you they have one kid. Then you find out they had two kids. Then you find out they had four kids. Then you find out they had that's, seven kids. That's single dating problems. What about but single that people? That shit is real out here. All right, so what's the problems with people who are single that aren't dating? What single people problem? I want to hear this shit. What's the problems they be having? Because... I mean, you know what... I mean, the only problem I feel like a single person has or could have is when they're dating the lies 
And then maybe if a single person cares, the loneliness. If they're lonely. lonely. Some people are content a lot of, in their loneliness. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the part. When you get too comfortable. I think I'm content in my lonely. loneliness. So, I'm great. So you're, you're in a situation, <laughs> right, Cliff, <laughs> where there. you're with someone that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. Hold you on, y'all niggas can't answer this. Y'all married. Why can't, no. Let me get my hand. I, I don't think married people should be. Nah, okay, go ahead. It's finding someone to live the rest of your life with. Y'all already did that. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's, question of course, it's not us, on your right, to-do right? list. <laughs> it's not on your to-do con- list because you've already that done contract that. Contract is no longer in cement. That's what I'm trying to get the point mm. at. If the work is not being put in, people can be let go. Divorce people is a can real be thing. Let go. It's 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 on my top three. I wouldn't say it's necessarily at the top because when you have children. Um, nothing surpassed that. Yeah. So yeah. everything is about their well-being yep. and what they need. You know, I put my happiness second, but then it's not because when they're good and happy, I'm good and happy. Mm-hmm. So it's one yeah. and the yeah. same. Yeah. But as far as relationship-wise, um, like I said, it's in my top three because, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to have somebody, you know, who makes me happy, who I can... You know, do different shit with. I can pillow talk with and all of that. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know why I get back on track. Like, I, I answered the question. It's on my to-do list. It's just not at the top. It's I not mean, at the top. It's I there. think All this pillow like, talk like shit. I said, what else you want to do, Netflix? Like I said, chill, um, pillow talk, chill. But, but both, us both being married is something that, that which we're having a lifetime partner, right? It's it's one of the things you you go by like I don't need no more huh oh yeah okay yeah. no like having a lifetime partner you made a strong one yeah having a ha- I'm a little buzzed too. having a lifetime partner is something that you evaluate right but you know kids definitely kids definitely play a factor of it right mm-hmm. sometimes the relationship could be going one way but then you you realize you do have that kid you want to stay together and make things work because you want that kid to have. The best life that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. The opportunities yeah. that you didn't have, you want that kid, whatever. So sure. a lot of times relationships stay together. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a boy, you know, he's single and stuff and he has money. You know, he owns some brownstones. I ain't gonna put him out there, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but he's always like, I'm like, yo, so so what's going on? Who Who's next? And he's telling me. Who's next? He's living no, vicariously. No, 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 no. I'm just not saying who's next like, like, like that. what's next for you? Yeah, next. but he. No, he, he said it right the first time. No, nah, no, nah, he's going, he's going. <laughs> He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to lock it down, but he he's at the point where he wants to be in a relationship, but he doesn't know how because he, so he put he's you know comfortable no, by himself. It's not he's comfortable by himself. He put himself in a situation where he doesn't really know how to be in a relationship because he always look at what's wrong with the person and say saying nobody's mm. perfect. Yeah, and that's that's yes. when, when you figure that out. That's when you know you got a lifetime. I partner. learned that, like, and I was making that mistake through my trials and tribulations because relationships are high low. Through my trials and tribulations, right, I realized like you know what, you can't look at somebody that you don't can't want to have a lifetime purpose and that's perfect because nobody's perfect. You're yeah. not perfect. Yeah. You got flaws. You got insecurities. Yeah. You got to say to yourself what balance both of y'all and what, what goals is going to balance for you to say to, to be lifetime. But like, yeah. you know, relationships is not... It, 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 relationships is on a year-to-year basis now. Yeah. Especially with this generation. Damn, it's not year-to-year basis. No, I because... Put, I, a lot of times it's not like our parents' generation. Our parents' generation. Yeah. My mom would always tell me, I stayed with your father 30 years because I wanted to make sure y'all 40 was... Years. Th- th- for there was no Tinder. No, there no, was no, 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 no. Bu- bubble or booboo. It wasn't whatever that. It wasn't they that. didn't realize what was open and available no, no, to no, them. No, no, it wasn't that because um, I, I remember, I being, at, I remember being at barbecues nice. and dudes was like, yo, I remember being at barbecues and dudes, Haitian man used to be like, yo, your mom was bad back in the days. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I hope this man didn't screw my mom he's telling me at the barbecue. But no, no, seriously. But what I'm saying, the point I'm getting at is you know um, our parents generation they stuck it out now it's like something go wrong we're like yo I'm out I'm out you know what I'm saying but no there's no perfect relationships so let me ask the last question on this topic because back in the day they would cheat with whoever and whatever whenever and come home whatever as long as they paying their bills it was okay type shit so let me ask it's a different generation that's what I'm saying let me ask the last question on this topic the topic was is romantic love still goals right and this question should you date someone who falls under what you want or what compliments you, right? Because you know, you know, the superficial, your superficial self be like, yo, I want someone who, who looks like 
Rihanna or Beyonce and then there's this and that and stuff like that. And then life really happens and stuff like that. Straight so, up and down. So should you look for someone that falls under your categories of what you want or what compliments you want? What best? compliments you all day, every day. Oh, go. Oh, ladies first. No, you go ahead. You can take go this. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Mind. No, no, no. Because I, go ahead, Mike. I, I, uh, <laughs> that hit a chord because I remember a time where I was looking for a woman who I wanted and she had to check she had to check off on all these different categories and I put unreal expectations on yeah. her as far as being perfect and not having these flaws and I think a lot of men do that like mm-hmm. women are human just like us mm-hmm. even though they're yeah, soft are. and sensual and everything no they <laughs> y'all are but at the yeah. same time like, we, look at, like, yeah, we look at y'all different we look at y'all different you know what mm-hmm. I mean y'all supposed to be special y'all supposed to be all Wake up looking like, you know, perfect. But that's not real. So I stopped doing that whole nonsense with the unreal expectations. And I would say find somebody who compliments you because that will last much longer. One of the main reasons why is because your wants, as you get older and grow, they change. change. Yeah, yeah, They change. So you can't expect this person who was good in all these areas you wanted at one time now to be good in all those areas 10 years later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. So expand. So like what you want, you know, there's certain things on your checklist. Say if I had ten things on my checklist, I could want all ten of them, but maybe he only has eight. So if I don't reach the two that are left over, like it's all right if he compliments the eighty twenty. Yeah, but if he compliments you, he's going always do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I I totally, I totally agree with the complimentary versus the wants, right? Because my my wants. Had dubbed me my whole life, <laughs> whole life. I ain't, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. <laughs> Everything I wanted, you know, a Haitian girl, a dark skinned Haitian girl who was smart and stuff like that. They all dubbed me, yo, straight up. And then I prayed to God and said, God, look, I ain't even gonna be, you know, straight up chasing after the same fruit. I'm gonna leave my heart open to whatever you send to me. You know what I'm saying? And I said that to say this, you know, the complimentary kind of thing and stuff like that. Like it's funny because the uh, recently in the group They posted Ghost You know uh, Amari Hardwick With his wife And his his wife Oh they roast his wife His so His bad. wife is, is You know She's her. She's not Stop <laughs> She's not the best looking woman In the world But at the same time he I told people but you know, He loves her You know her, that you know her bond that. You know what I'm saying So I say that to say like Yo The person that compliments you Is like When you Where you weak They're strong they, you know what I'm saying? They know how to make you laugh. You know what I'm saying? You guys have chemistry and stuff like that. It's not for the world to say like, yo, you're shorty bad, this and the other. It's about for you to feel like, yo, mm-hmm. I can be a better person with this person. Right. I can grow. I can solve things. I can be weak and vulnerable and this person got me. That that person that compliments you is for you. It's mm-hmm. like God created that thing just for, for you. you. And yeah. that's what we got to go for, right? Because you yes. keep chasing them fatties and them Instagram body type joints yeah, and you'll have fatty. fun <laughs> but at the same time you letting lust control your whole life <laughs> you, I mean I feel, no you know what it is and, and I say that um, I think con- somebody who compliments you that you're gonna find that balance right you mm-hmm. know and um and also you're gonna find goals that you can achieve together sometimes you're looking for that that superficial woman, but she don't have no substance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. You could have all the money in the world, but she, if she got a million followers, there's a million, there's, there's half of those dudes that's going to be on her. So you here today and you going tomorrow and she going to the next one because that's just what it, looks is not everything. You yeah. got to have, you got to find somebody that balances you and that, that can give you conversation. You can grow. Also, if you, if you want to be a family person that you can build your family from the bottom up. So it's easy to say, you know what? You know, I got some money, whatever, too. Let me shoot my shot at this Instagram model, whatever, But it's too. hard to appreciate that. And and I hear what you're saying, because looks aren't everything. Yeah. But it's hard to appreciate that in a woman when you have, like, especially, I'm just, I'm going to get personal here. But when you have these girls and they just saying all these things to you, all these filthy, disgusting things. <laughs> you gotta understand right 
Finding a, listen, finding a girl that just for, for, for looks and just basically, you know, just because you want to, because everybody else want to, is that going to truly make you happy? Yeah. So sometimes you can't look at this person. Some, in the moment, it will. And it, yeah. <laughs> That's some single no, shit. You, think you, you say a lot think, of single you gotta shit. Think, you got to think, think, think long down the road. term. You and think when you're it, young and If you're thinking long think term, like you yeah. want somebody that comforts you. If you think it's short term and you still at your... Your fun stage, you want to just, you know, do you, then that's okay. Yeah. But if long term goals, you want somebody with substance, stability, somebody who can hold a conversation, somebody that could build an empire. But if you think short term, fuck it, have your fun. It is what yeah. it is. All right, so um, we got like five minutes. So I want to do a caveat real quick and the then we go to the these. last topic, right? So the caveat is because I've, um, I've been going through my Instagram and just like, you know, without you thinking about it, you could start following so many Instagram models and stuff like that. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, listen, and then your timeline is like filthy. Like you can't even look Filled at your Instagram at work, right? I, I, I can't relate. Everywhere. But men can relate. More of this shit is, more, listen, <laughs> listen more don't, of it, don't, don't judge me. Don't do me like that. I wake up in the morning yeah, with yeah, one guarantee. Yeah, yeah, mom, mom has sent me yeah. some Beautiful. Yeah, more yeah. Slide That's what I see. Listen, now you're gonna have my wife looking at me like I'm Hold up, hold up. More of this shit is by far Flooded. top five the goat of all goats of Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you can wake up four in the morning, take a piss, and What's see that? your phone. And more of a sudden shit shit. I'm like, yo, this shit is out of control. So, so let me run it back in. My question <laughs> on the Instagram thing is because a lot of times, it's always considered that men exploit women, right? But now it's a business for women to, you know, show their goodies. It's a business. Like every time you see a woman who shows her goodies a lot, you go to her followers. She, she has five hundred k or higher. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's making her money. So my question is: Is it still men exploiting women, or or, or women? Owning it up and like kind of exploiting themselves. Don't make me answer this first. Don't come. Yes. You, but you're a woman. God. Like, are we to blame for Instagram Instagram models, or is just another hustle? There is no blame. It's her body. So if she wants to show it, she's going to show it. And if that's how she makes money, that's how she's going to make money. Is off of showing her body. Yeah. Men and women, like men, do the same exact thing. You could do a little something with these, you know, (laughs) on IG and get a couple followers there. You know, put some cakes out there too. Have like a candle. You go cross advertise. And women are just, you know, you know, navigating through it, or is this like, you know, women have to have ownership of it as as well? Women have to have ownership. If like if if like I said, if I want to show my body, like whoever's looking at it, and if I'm making money off of it, I mean, y'all helping them get paid. Mm-hmm. So men created the world. Women are just now. What? Um, mm-hmm. No, men created that world, uh-huh. but now women are taking advantage of it. They're mm-hmm. they're they become empowered and have learned to now make a business out of the it. Women, because this this porn playboy that's been before social media. So yeah, when was yeah. this created? Well, it's a, it's the same type of thing now, but on the social media platform, and, and it's just like. They've realized now, because these girls was gonna show their bodies regardless. Right, that's you know what, what I was saying. saying. Now they learn, they learn to monetize it. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody got a, o- a fans only now. Yeah, yeah. Now, and a joint, a joint. You don't even want to holler at. She like come follow my fans on fans only. I'm like, you regular shoes. All they doing is putting up pictures of what. Them walking away. Look at their ass. Them twerking. Hey, look at right their ass. That shit. And they y'all are getting paid from it. it. Some of the men feel So that's what they want to so, do. So Clifford O'Pine before we, because we got like three minutes. O'Pine real quick I, I and then we'll I think I think it's, you know, they feel like Mike said they're feeding into it, but I think it's the, the attention they're getting. The fact that you could get one million people to really like what's going on in your life, mm-hmm. that's a big deal, yeah. especially for anybody. But especially I feel for, if you're that bold, why not get paid for it? No, no, 100%. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're reaping the benefits of it and saying, you know what? But- have a to have somebody a million followers to follow you as just one person and you don't even know a million person, million people that is that that's huge to you. Like, hold on, damn, I'm yeah. special. Yeah. So then we can benefit and they, and they're doing the right thing. You can't judge them like, oh, right. yeah, you just Instagram, whatever. 
No, if you can listen, if you can market yourself in that kind of way and get paid for it, why, well, why not? not? There's guys know? on Instagram that got no, millions. So, so don't judge me for being an Instagram follower goat. I'm just nah, good at yeah. what I do. Yeah, you a goat. You the goat. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so the last topic, real quick, we're gonna do rush through is making 2020 your effort year, right? Because quick answers. Because it's it's a new decade, 2020. You know, what I'm saying perfect vision stuff like that. Like you know. Kind of like, how, what's going to be your approach for 2020? First question is, are you ready to take risks this year, 2020? Anybody could go first. Yes. Real estate. Real estate. Need properties. That, that, um, I'm definitely ready to take risks and benefit on some, yeah. some things. Yeah, I, I want to, you know, try new shit, try to be, you know, obviously I want to get a new job and stuff like that, but real estate, you know, try things, you know, Creatively, talently, I'm just like yo, fuck it. I'm just, I'm gonna try to get my hands involved anything that Maybe I can. Maybe you both can have you a one real year close to the death. Eminem, yeah, there we go. What estate. about you? We, yes, yes, I'm willing. I wanna. My risk for you is just like yo, you gotta go. He said, hard my risk for you. What are you? I just gave her an idea. But I said you, you come out make? with them pastries. Oh. You wearing a bikini top oh that's showing God. off the goods. No, but, but at the same time, you, you got a cake. You have... Cake in one hand, candle in the other. I light your light and up. It's in the middle. Sweet. Exactly. Oh Listen. God! Is it in the Marie collection? <laughs> yes. It is. So you have that. You, you have your pastries and stuff like that. The cakes are really. To, even to, though I made a cake today, um, I really don't do that anymore because I don't. You know, I just don't want to do it as a business. But okay. the candles, like Take I said, risk, um, gotta, you got to hustle. Um, yeah. All right. So the second question: Is a new business or career something that you should try? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta I mean, try. You, you you gotta try it because you know that that nine to five and working for somebody will always be there as long as you're creative. You gotta you gotta take the chance to say you know what I tried and I failed yeah. or I succeed. That's it. Unless you're happy where you're at. I mean, if some you, people are you good. Could be, yeah, you could be. Like, yeah, some people don't want to be entrepreneurs. Some people gotta... just just comfortable at the position they are. But in a in a lifestyle, if you if you're trying to benefit and you're trying to run your own empire, you gotta take that chance. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. It's just like you know. I've been having fun doing the podcasting thing. We had some amazing compliments happen. We still have things to shoot for. I just, I just want to try hard and just see, like, if you put effort into it and grind hard, like, what can you know? God bless you with. So, last question is: Is this new year, new me thing played out, or should we still try to like do that kind of thing? I think it's not played out. You can never have a new you. Like, you can never not like. I think it's played out to say it. A new I think you. you should just do it. You know what I'm saying? I Let do your believe that too. Speak. But then if, all right, when I'm scrolling on social media, people always say certain things about that. If someone wants to say New Year, New Me, let them say that shit. Yeah. Let them do it. Let them say it. So I what? mean, I f- I feel like you like I said, you should just be self motivated and just go for it. You ain't gotta wait for a New Year and the ball to drop. Like 2020, I'm gonna lose 80 pounds. 2019, you wasn't working out all year. <laughs> now you're trying to fuck the game up with 2020. And, and Don't let this take food. Yeah. I've been trying to work out. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's hard. Then, then that to bitch start, is hard. Then you're trying to start a new chapter. Just go for it. Shoot your dreams. And don't live through social media to tell us, oh, 2020 is about to be lit. No, if it's lit already, we ain't got to know. Just make it happen. We maybe they, maybe they want to start fresh, though. So listen, I mean, I don't, I'm not every, a new year, new listen, person, I, listen, person, listen, but I'm listen, saying, and, like, and I didn't win any of my social media. I didn't say 2020, I'm going to do this, whatever. I'm just going to do my thing and keep it moving because yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, people don't really care anyway. Yeah. They either want to they either want to comment or they just want to see what's going on in your life. Yeah. That's it. Gangsters move in silence. No, mm-hmm. I'm not for it. Yeah. No new you, new year, new me. No, yeah. I'm the same motherfucker I was at December thirty first, twenty nineteen. Insane. Now, am I trying to be better? Yeah, I'm always trying to be better. I think everybody in the world every day should be trying to be a better person. Yeah. And if you're not, then something is wrong with you. Yeah. But the whole pronouncing new year, new me. Yeah. No, I, I just like, pray. I pray consistently for twenty twenty. I'm gonna be consistent. You know what I'm saying? I've had so many times where I've been great for two weeks. And not, and then bullshit for the rest. So wait, are you a new year, new me person? Be honest. To be honest with you, I just want my results to speak more than my than my words. You know what I'm saying? Because I have good words, but I need them actions to follow up. And that'll be the end of this episode, which was another good episode. Shout out to the team. We back. So do your shout outs, Cliff. Starting with you, then we go around the room. (laughs) It's your boy Cliff Brock Manam. I'm just thankful. Um, the the team is back together. We try to do some great things. I'm not gonna say 2020 success. I'm just gonna say we're gonna move forward and 
keep pushing forward. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. Who I want to shout out? Shout out to um Donald Trump. Oh God. I want to shout out Donald Trump. Um, congratulations on your impeachment. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, like, you you've um encouraged most people, people I've been speaking to, to now be more um awake. You know, let's get woke in 2020. Mm-hmm. More educated. Right? More educated and see. They see the buffoonery that you've done. And, um, <laughs> you know, I've had some great discussions on your ignorance. And I just want to keep motivating us, you know? So not everybody got to do something good to motivate you. You can mo- be motivated by an asshole. Yeah. Oh, my God. Think about that. You can. <laughs> Hey, what, what about you, Fernanda? Uh, shout out to everyone that's always hit me up, making sure that I'm okay. Like I have people on my Facebook page that um that I've only known through Facebook that hit me up constantly, and it's people that I've known for years that don't even hit me up to see if I'm alright mentally regarding you know my mm-hmm. mom and stuff like yeah. that. So I like a shout out to those people. I that's really love y'all up. for real. That's what's up. Yo, I'm I'm gonna close it out saying like yo, shout out to everybody who's trying. You know what I'm saying? Just stay consistent. To be honest with you, a lot of times we have these great goals and you know, we put these efforts into it, but then we're not consistent and then we wonder why we fail. So I shout out to everyone who's staying consistent. And yo, to be honest with you, a lot of times it's just like yo, stop letting people you know shouldn't be in your life in your life, yo. You gotta let them go, whether it be family, whether it be yeah, friends, I agree with whether that. it be your pastor, whoever. You know what I'm saying? If your the pastor. person doesn't uplift you, if the <laughs> person up. is just always making you question yourself, you don't need that kind of stress in your life. You know what no I'm saying? Doubt. You got one life to live. That dash between the year you was born and the year you die, that dash is your whole life, man. Make it special. We out. Peace. One. Views. You think I'm kind of sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Thank you.